You're listening to Opinions of Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi. I'm a person. Earth. Listen, what are we talking about? I reckon it sounds like Opinions in Beer. You can do it. Dingo? Oh, I'm good. You're the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. So, Wednesday, I'm Adam, this is Keenan, this is Eamon, we're here today with Wednesday 13, it's the Opinions and Beer Show. Yep, Podcast. Beer Podcast. Alright. <laughs> cool, it's, uh, it's awesome to be able to talk to you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing, man. Absolutely. We've been listening to your music for, for sure. years, you know. Awesome. Yeah, you've always Thank been you. a, um, you're definitely one of those uh, top five Bands that you always, I always put on those uh, mixtapes and whatnot, well, or the you. mix CDs and stuff like that. That's awesome. You know, I like to make mixtapes. I like to be in there, <laughs> yeah. be Actually, in there somewhere. Remember, remember a while back, whenever we were making uh, movies back in the day, like when we were about, you know, between mm-hmm. 13 to 15. Uh, we used one of your songs for a murder scene. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's always, I'm always good for that. <laughs> and then as a throwback, we made a sequel, and in the same type of scene, we did a American, a All-American Massacre, and he uh, slaughters a, a room full of uh, partygoers. I remember that the, uh, slasher weird. character. That's good. <laughs> it sounds like a family movie. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think we're just going to... We have a kind of a limited time. I know you're okay. a busy person. Yeah, so we got to dive into it. Every day is different, so... <laughs> I just go where they point me sometimes. <laughs> it's understandable, man. Uh, oh, yeah. So, how how are you liking this uh, this tour right now with a uh, cradle? It's awesome. It's actually coming to an end. We have like uh, tonight and tomorrow's uh, the last days of the tour. We started March seventh in Vegas, so it's been like six weeks um, with rehearsal, travel days, and all that stuff. So, uh, so it's been it's been awesome. I mean, it's it was everything I hoped this tour would be and, and more like um, you know Cradle of Filth's audience I, w- I wasn't sure if we were going to be accepted by them or whatever but but uh, at the same time that was the whole challenge of it too was to come out and make a new audience be our fans you know and uh, so I would say 90% of this audience in this tour has been the Cradle fans and 10% our fans so it's been the perfect gateway to, to get in front of a new audience yeah, and uh, the and and the cradle fans are great. I mean, there's you. It's not uh, the, it's not a closed-minded audience. It's very open-minded. You could see people with misfit shirts, dancing shirts, typo negative, Marilyn Manson, zombie, Hank three, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a, it's literally a mishmash of, of everything. So I think that's really and that's kind of what 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 we've done is we've just kind of done our own thing. We're punk. It's glam. It's heavy metal. It's shock rock. It's punk rock. It's everything. We're the mutts. So. Uh, everything you needed to be yeah and it, and it fits it, it goes along like you know uh we're not really that kind of band that everyone they are always like oh we don't know how to who to put you with and i'm like well we can play with anybody like it's we we have a punk set we have a metal set we have we can do we can pretty much play in front of anyone from green day to slayer and and make it work you know and um so to me taking on different audiences is a challenge we've been doing our own shows for years and it's easy to play in front of your own audience i think that can make you lazy too and because uh, your audience echo chamber well yeah i mean yeah it, it becomes a thing where you got to go out and win it every night and i know this audience isn't ours and end of the show my goal is to have everybody up on their feet hands in the air whether they mean it or not i gotta scare them enough to do it so now, with your band covering so many genres i mean i'm sure that happens you know so much so that you're always happening to, like you said, win over the crowd every single night, mm-hmm. and, and that'll never get exhausting. You don't ever, you know, Not prefer the latter. No, I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, how you like it. for some bands, they, they don't mind. Uh, you know they like doing their own crowd. They don't like being an open support band, and that's not something that that we're used to doing over the years because this financially for years, like I just, you know. I did Wednesday 13 solo tours just because we couldn't afford to go out as a support band um, until we, you know, things changed. We got on a label and, you know, we can get better shows now. So this was a tour that I wanted to be able to do. But again, it's just challenging to have an audience that has no idea who you are and to win them over and your set time is... is so a lot of uh, Bourbon Crow then. 
No, but no yeah, but, you, but you know what? I'm not I, doing Bourbon Crow. That's that's actually opened the door for like me to you know when I did that, that was such a left ball like yeah. that. Uh, you know what that I mean, like, awesome too. and that was that was. He had to tell me it was the same year. It's 2005. Wednesday 13th. No, no. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a long time ago, you know, and yeah. and and it was just so. Just doing that opened up a lot of doors, and you know, I was like, all right, gloves are off, makeup's off on this, so it's just kind of ripped and, and raw and everything, and uh, so yeah, so that was a challenge too, and it and it. And the fans loved it so it was like oh, yeah. Yeah. so after doing that and and just kind of doing this after a while you just i, I don't know I, I don't really have the fear of going in front of any band maybe years ago i would wouldn't have been confident but like uh i, I enjoy going out every night i hope everybody in here knows doesn't know who we are sure. i'd prefer that that's, that's cool man you know? it really shows your range as well yeah um, i think so too that i was going to mention is a lot of bands uh being on tour like this it really wears them down. They don't like being on tour for an mm -hmm. extended period of time. You kind of seem like the fella who actually is the opposite. Like it energizes you. Well, you is can. That true yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, like anything, a lot of people, you know, and, and until you do this side of the job, you know, I was the guy going to concerts. And I would see a band play, and I was the one waiting around the bus and waiting for an autograph. And you know, I didn't understand why I couldn't meet the band sometimes, or I didn't see them, and because I, I didn't know yeah. what goes on behind the scenes. So it's a lot of things like you know, with a tour like this, playing House of Blues, you load in earlier. Cradle has a big setup, so our day starts at like noon, and then there's interviews, and we do meet and greets, and then uh, so it becomes it's not just us hanging around partying and 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 Twiddling your yeah it's a, it's become like but i it's, it's something i look forward to i wake up like i get up before everyone else now i'm no i kind of do rock and roll hours but not really like i'm in bed by midnight every night and um you know so but i'm the first one up i get shit done and uh so yeah my my day is just i like i like challenges every day and and ever since i quit drinking that's been kind of a thing that i i do the stage is my as my exercise i got we have 40 minutes set and i fucking go for it for 40 yeah, minutes like there's no there's no stopping it like it's yeah. like once it starts it's like ding ding fight begins like you know really and that's how I, I didn't used to be that way but now it's yeah. like when that intro starts that's the bell ringing to go to the fight you know and uh and it's, it's awesome and I, I didn't have that enthusiasm years ago and now i now i do so i so it's just learning how to be on tour again now and have fun with it because it can get old. It can it can whittle you down. This is a six week tour. I haven't been home since March first. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm gonna go home, and I'll probably turn into a cocoon for about three days, and then I'll launch into a beautiful butterfly next week, and I'll right. start doing business again yeah, and work. Again. I just need a couple of days to to kind of decompress from this. Day. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, are, you, are you going to be uh, you're going to be joining the uh, the Static X tour? Yeah, yeah, we're doing oh, that man, all all awesome. this year. Yeah. Uh, we're doing Australia. We're doing. Uh, um, we're doing the U.S. with them, which we can announce now because this tour is over with. Uh, that wasn't announced at first, so we're on the we're on the whole Static X world tour this year, uh, which is the U.S., Australia, U.K., Europe, and the states again at the end of the year. So it's just our whole year is booked. I have, I go home this time. It's my last time off until uh, August, and then next time off is December. Jesus, so it's like a full-time job. It yeah. is. It is. Well, but, yeah. but, you know, it's, you it, though, it's you know. what you make out of it. It can be a job or it can be fun. And it's you got you to you you roll with it after yeah. a while. Or it can be as worse as someone working a job they hate. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah, it is, it. Life is what you make. It can be misery or it can be fucking you can do whatever you know it's what you make of it if you want it to be shit if you think it's shit all the time life's going to be shit if if life is if you're optimistic and you have hopes of doing stuff you'll get shit done it's just yeah. you know so what would uh what would current wednesday 13 say to maybe younger wednesday 13 do it more Hell yeah. <laughs> i don't regret anything uh but no, I, everything I've done has got me to where I am, whether it was my first band I joined or, or a friend here, like everything has, has made me who I am. If I change it, it's like back to the future. If you go back and alter 
anything of the past. It fucks everything up. Yeah, so I, so I, yeah. So I don't. So so I don't think I would be where I am without going through all of all the things I've been through. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's just you know, living and, and learning and and I get to do it in a rock band. You know, oh, it's yeah. a little, it's a little different. But people, it, it's it's not you know, like I said, it, it is a job, but it's the best job I've ever had. So. <laughs> So uh, we are opinions and beer. So we're gonna get some of your opinions on some on, All right. on some current day things going on. There's a big debate right now in the metal community. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your thoughts on the mosh pit debate? Should mosh pits end? Uh, is that a debate? Really? It is. That is, that is a it's a big right thing now. right now. I unplugged my television about eight months ago. Over. Yeah. About and, their, uh, uh, they're a bit too dangerous the and stuff like of that. And that. Don't want to mosh is outnumbering the people that do want to mosh. And there's even been shows now where the bands have shut down mosh pits saying no moshing during Well, it's like this. Um, that's never really been my uh, audience as far as like, I mean, we get people moving around and things because our music's, you know, it's, it's heavy, it's energetic, but we're more of a theatrical band, so people are kind of don't want to move because they'll, they'll miss something. Yeah, so I've kind of made our show a little yeah. more theatrical kind of keeping away from that it's not that i i mean from a crowd point of view you know being back and watching a mosh pit like i remember seeing pantera on the far beyond driven tour in an arena and being i went up in the in the balcony to watch it and it was literally like watching this a bunch of bees in a giant circle yeah. and it was yeah. awesome but I'm also going, I don't want to be in that fucking thing. <laughs> and I'm also looking at it going, oh, my God, how many people are getting destroyed? <laughs> but also enjoying it. It, yeah. it just kind of depends. It's I'll almost kind of like if you, if you can't take this. the heat, get out of the kitchen sort yeah. of thing. But at the same time, there are people that are on the front row that don't want to be touched. Right. And, then the, and then I see it every night. I'm watching, and I try to warn a kid. Like, like, and they just think I'm making an action. I'm like going, no, oh, and I just go, fuck, and I just see keep someone get, keep on no. the set, so you know, so it's, it's uh, so yeah, so, you know, in, in, in my mind, I think, you know, if, if shows were more, I don't know, music causes people to react in a different way. I think moshing looks, it, it's, it's a, it, it lets the audience, the band know the audience is into it, yeah. but whether it ends or not, this isn't going to change my day. I prefer fist in the air and just scream. I don't necessarily, you know, need to get hurt during <laughs> during the process. But I know some bands, that's their thing. You know, I'm right. not gonna, a hate breed concert wouldn't be the yeah. same if they were all there. I yeah. love hate breed. They're that's one of my so favorite cool. bands to see live ever, and it wouldn't be the same without hate breeds pit and their, yeah. you know, so. It's just, you know, it's for some people and it's not for some people. It's not really my thing, but I'm not against it, you know? That's about what I was telling my friend Adam earlier here. And, uh, you know, I've been that guy that's like, you got to make a decision between, do I, like, look at the band and enjoy yeah. them or do I join that mosh pit? I can't do both. You yeah, know? <laughs> you know. I mean, if, if, any, if they were going to do anything, for, which would be the stupidest looking thing I've ever seen, was if they literally, like, put a gate in between the people so there was like <laughs> four, well yeah like like, like, like yeah designated so mod make a make a like like, yeah, like at my old like skating ring there was there was one for the kids so they didn't get trampled by the big kids so put it put a fucking rink in it whatever yeah. people mistake the smoke people can't control themselves yeah and you can't expect yeah. people to go oh this go is the pit yeah <laughs> stay in the get circle. in this stable if you want to possibly die that's that's a completely you yeah, know, a realistic compromise. I think so. I mean, they do it at all the festivals. They figured a way. If you notice all the festivals now, the huge ones that are a hundred thousand, like download, they'll they have a walkway down the center because people were getting trampled. So they split it up into two sections, and front of house splits up the audiences yeah. now because it causes less chaos. So why couldn't you just put a mosh circle? A you know, a mosh pit pit. Literally, <laughs> you know, you you get in. You there's a certain amount of people can get into it, you know. And I don't know. I mean, fuck Sorry, you. They can they can they can make a smoking area. They can make a designated area for VIPs. Make a fucking mosh section. That's that's, that's, that's my yeah, compromise. That's, yeah, make yeah, a yeah, make a mosh rink. That's good. Coming from somebody on the inside. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we were going to touch on, but we're really limited on time. Uh, we wanted to kind of go into some of your your, your past uh, performances mm -hmm. and music and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so since we can't really dive too much into it, I just want to bring up like, what are some of uh, some of your songs and things from the past that you would like to maybe 
bring back up to date, you know? I mean, we, we revisit a lot of songs from like the old Frankenstein drag queens, even the first Murder Dolls and stuff with, with the band now. And sometimes we'll, you know, like last year was the anniversary of, uh, of my Skeletons record, you know? So I haven't played half of those songs. So it's like, I, well, I haven't played them with this lineup. I played yeah. it with, with my old lineup years ago. So, um, so yeah, so we, we re, 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 like we go back and revisit songs, but uh, there's there's still the staples that like like we're not playing all of them tonight because it's a sport tour. But when we do our headline tours, there's like we always play "I Love to Say Fuck" or "I Walk with a Zombie." There's bad things. Those are kind of the ones yeah, that yeah. that's kind of like if I went and seen Alice and he didn't play "Schools Out" or "Nor Mr. Nice Guy," like the crowd gets mad. So yeah. I kind of yeah, I put yeah, myself yeah. in the audience and I try to do things like that. But then there's and, and then there's old songs that will will break out sometimes that maybe only a handful of people know and they're like oh my god they're playing screwdriver you know <laughs> yeah. and uh so it's you know but it it gets harder to make a set list as we write new songs and so it's like old songs get sacrificed the more albums you put out because like yeah. when we start touring after september we're going to want to play the new a lot more new songs and then it's like some of the old ones have to go away you know so it's just but i always try to put the audience in mind and go all right if this was a guy that's been listening since the beginning what's going to satisfy him if it's only one song you know what i mean like yeah. i try to think about in every individual as much as i can without making it where i'm just making a set for people like it's still fun for us but it's fun for the audience too so, so people on the outside looking in like mm -hmm. how would you say how much does the record label possibly affect like those types of decisions as well they affect nothing as far as uh, with, and that's always been the case with me with everything I've done, like being on Roadrunner Records with Murder Dolls, even at my first solo record. Which being they're, on, they're, they're a yeah, huge, uh, I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, but the thing that I think I've been fortunate enough to deal with is when you sign an act like Murder Dolls or Wednesday 13, you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to go, hey, we signed you, but, you know, could you kind of maybe soften it up <laughs> maybe, a bit? Maybe say yeah. fuck a little less. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's kind of like that was never been kind of held at me. It's kind of like, all right, we, we got you because you you do this. Yeah. So it's not really like a change or anything. But uh, We're trying to put you on the radio. Yeah. Could you say I love to say freak? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, but, but the label, I mean, as far as, like, uh, they help out a lot, but it's not, like, as far as, like, uh, they don't really have any – details like oh you guys should do this song or go a direction like they had nothing to say as far as like uh you know what a lot, a lot of people think yeah. condolences sounds the way it does because we were on nuclear blast but that couldn't be further from the truth because we had the record recorded before we ever got the record deal four months before it was done and we just it just turned out that way. We got signed the Nuclear Blast, so they had no effect on us being heavier. That was a change we made on our own, and the new record is just a ongoing process. It's the continuation of it's the next phase. It's the necro phase, what I call it. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, the label has been supportive. Um, they we just turned the record in this weekend, so I'm kind of waiting to hear back from our main guy whether he likes it or not. Uh, I think he will. I love it. I think it's awesome. So, so you so, already have everything. It, we, we've well, it's we just turned it in, so it's all the, the process of getting the artwork turned in. People checking my grammar because I fuck up on every record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything. Every, every the record's done. There. It's been it's been done since uh, we finished it. Like beginning right before this tour started, we finished yeah. the last thing. So okay. we've been listening to mixes on the road. Our guy sends it to us. We listen to it as a band on the bus and go that. We like that, change this. So we just finally got it done and approved the mixes last weekend, sent it to the label. Um, so, our, you know, it's not really a lot of people that listen to it. It's, it's, there's, we have one A&R guy, Monty Connor, who signed every band you can think of from Slipknot to Fear Factory, and he's our, he's our guy. And he's been fortunate enough to be my guy for Murder Dolls and Wednesday 13, and now we're back with, on Nuclear Blast with him. So he's our A&R guy. And, Really respect that guy's opinion. When you look at all the bands that he discovered, and found like, for sure, for I sure. mean, Machine yeah, Head, no you know what I mean? Like Typo Negative. These are the bands yeah, that he yeah, that he literally were was responsible for getting them signed and becoming the bands they were. So I, I take his opinion very seriously. And if he doesn't like it, you know, but I don't. I, I think he's gonna love it. Fingers crossed. So, so you know, uh, <laughs> 
the biggest thing we wanted to ask you today is uh, where the fuck is Weirdo Go-Go 2? It is floating somewhere in the air. And like, yeah. Do we still ever see that? I, you know, it was one of those things that I really don't know. You can thank alcohol for that <laughs> existing. Again, and with you having quit uh, drinking, yeah. I guess that'd be a, a uh, But no, go. no, actually, I'm probably a little more ridiculous now that I've quit drinking. Um, I'm really looking that. forward to it. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, Weirdo's a really cool thing. It's basically Ramon and I. Ramon did all the voices for it, and uh, it was cool, but when we put the DVD out, that was kind of like, the end of people watching shows like everything became streaming yeah. so it was yeah. kind of like to get someone to buy a dvd like if we do if we were to do weirdo go go again it would be much more like a tim and eric kind of 10 epi- 10 minute episode thing where we could do it instead of trying to force a whole dvd you know drunk be on hulu <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could, yeah. You could go through uh, one of those companies like Amazon. Yeah, yeah. he's uploaded a couple things to that. And, yeah, so uh, we we've thought of it, but again, it's like I don't want to do anything just on the. I got to do everything top notch, or I won't yeah. do it. Oh, you know, right. so yeah, it's kind of yeah, like so doing like a you know. And that's how yeah. you got where you are. Yeah, it's like once you kind of like for me, people go, "Why didn't you make videos for years?" It's like, well, because I couldn't afford to make one that looked as good as the last one. So I'm not <laughs> going to do a shitty one. I want to do one that's up par so it took us till condolences to be on a label and and be able to do videos and i'm like all right cool these are these are quality videos that hold up the dead in hollywood nowhere um home sweet homicide the stuff of transylvania so it had to be quality and i could have put out uh, people have made videos and i'm like it's just it's not good enough you know it's so that's always been a quality for me it has to be as better than the last thing we put out and if it's not then it's got to cook some more so what would be a more strenuous process recording audio for your songs or recording video for one of the music videos uh the videos are pretty easy the um well i'm gonna say easy they're they're a lot to do but i i'm more uh aware of them now because we did five for the mm-hmm. last record so that definitely kind of I learned. Yeah. <laughs> I le- yeah. I, even though I did videos before, but like when Fortune you don't do them for a while, it's it's just odd to be there and have a you know doing vocals, lip syncing, and you got twenty people around you watching <laughs> yeah. you, and you get done, they're like, <laughs> they're like great, you know. And it's just you know, so it, it's uh, so videos were used to be kind of like the first couple we did for the last record were kind of tough just because I wasn't confident with myself, and then uh, but recording has always been. Pretty, pretty easy we don't ever try to do anything that we can't pull off live or anything so okay. and like this recording like the past two recordings like vocal wise I it was easy for me it was like I I had uh, our, our producer Michael he definitely pushed me a lot and I, it, more than anyone had, had done but in the past as far as like trying ideas like it was cool he would suggest different melodies are different why don't you try that word but do this and i was like what and so it was cool having a guy like that challenge me on stuff so that's fun in the studio uh and then for videos i'm looking i'm looking forward to this round of videos too because i'm prepared this time and i'm more i got my brain around it so i'm ready to own it and make our best video and i think we've made our our best record it's the best combination of everything I've ever done. If people wanted a horror record, they're gonna get it and every and a little bit more. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. So. I'm excited, dude. Yeah. It's so nothing cool. like the old it's it's like the old stuff, but it's it's well, I, I can't explain it. Well, it's the next phase. Artists, you got, you have to sprinkle on it. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's the original stuff was kinda like a uh, like musically it was very like horror punk, but you know, mm-hmm. vocally it had more of a shock rock mm-hmm. uh, sound to it. Uh, well yeah, I mean basically the whole input or M the blueprint for what I used to do with Frankenstein drag queens to turn into murder dolls was literally Pee Wee Herman with a guitar. <laughs> it was like it was cam- it was campy and and, and we used to have P- the Pee Wee Herman Pee Wee's Big Adventure intro before we started and anything just kind of kind of campy and over the top, almost like kid like, but enough yeah. to be kind of fuck you too. And yeah. um, that was kind of what I did in, when I first started, and then over the years. I've started crafting Wednesday 13 into more of like a theatrical thing and the new album is like it's the next phase it's nothing like the old stuff visually but it's just I think we've turned the notch up on the 
on the spookiness and everything. Oh, it's every yeah. it's everything I've wanted us to do, and it's taken us this long to get there. So it's it's worth it. It's worth the wait, I think. So with uh, things like Frankenstein Drag Queen in the past, I, I was reading up on some stuff, and you were saying that like you kind of went for this. Uh, fuck you to everybody vibe to like all the rednecks or whatever well, like i was a redneck too but i was there was much you know yeah that's that was kind of our thing it was yeah. like uh, it was kind of like a like a shock factor almost well i mean as much as no more than kiss trying to shock or wasp trying to shock okay. they had you know they were a band that was like what can we do we're on the sunset strip we got all these bands to compete with so wasp goes all right we'll eat meat We'll set our logo on fire. We're fucking fuck you. We're we're, we're tougher, you know. And then yeah. in my town, there was nobody doing what Frankenstein tried. Not even anything close to it. So yeah. it was it was North that North was Carolina, on, right? yeah, yeah, that was almost the fuck you in itself. Just yeah, doing what we did, and then we actually said fuck you. So it was kind of <laughs> like, man, those guys look like girls, but they they just start shit. They're yeah. like we were kind of known more for talking shit the first year than even playing music we talk we talk and start fights more than anything and it was really uh, when i think back to it, i don't understand the mentality i had i'm like it was literally to go and make the entire audience mad at us yeah, and it worked it worked, <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs> so good so with that in mind like yeah. nowadays audiences are, are so much different than they were in the past like how, how would you yeah. kind of like they are and they're not. I mean, okay. they kind of seem the same to me from when I've been playing. Like when I look at old videos and see Twisted Sister playing Stay Hungry and they're people not moshing, headbanging yeah. so hard it looks like they're going to kill themselves. Yeah. That's an audience I've never really seen. Maybe in Germany and with touring with Iron Maiden I've seen kind of that. But like, as far as the audience has kind of been the same since I've been playing. Um, and I've. I don't know. I pay attention to the audience. I try to find things that would shock them because I'm in the audience a lot. I used, yeah. I go to shows, so I just try to always do something that's going to stand out. You know, I always imagine I'm in the audience. What would freak me out if, oh, if that guy did this or they banded something like this? You know, so uh, so yeah. So I, I've the audiences have been this, the same. I just think the only thing that's different in the past ten or fifteen years is people have become like bands tour so much. And somebody go, well, I'll go see Wednesday in June. I'm not going to see him in January because uh, he just came through. I'll see him next time. So it's like uh, that's the thing. The audiences have gotten thinner because bands tour more and people just feel like, oh, that's, they're always touring. So that's the only difference in the audience is getting people to get out to the fucking shows. You know, yeah. so people are too busy on their phone. They can go, well, I can go to a show or I can wait an hour and watch it on YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you'd be surprised. People at our show watching our show like this. <laughs> I, I know it's, how that feels, though. Like, uh, uh, but that's what they want to do. I, it's not my thing. There's but, bands that I've seen so many times that they come the, around. The, the phone thing. The, the merch yeah. thing yeah. as well, too. Man. Oh, well, and the, just the phone thing. Because you see people smacking phones out of people's hands when they're trying you and they're doing the whole thing. I would never do that. Don't move like this. I mean, I can see where they're coming from. Way, but they get like overly upset. Exposure, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I don't know how you go to a concert and want to use your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah, a, no, take yeah. a picture of the moment and put it back in your pocket. Exactly, but, but exactly. Like, don't do the whole time. If if you're gonna do anything, pl be brief. But I'm I've literally seen people watch the entire show through their phone, um, video the entire show, and not even look up once. Like I'm like, well, what is wrong with you? But, it's, it's all about those views, man. They don't. I guess like yeah. modern modern day people care more about getting views than enjoying the show. Well, yeah, they, they, no, they just, I, I mean, I there's just someone. Just, this person just watches it when they go home. Like yeah, it's yeah, just their own personal collection. It's not for YouTube or anything. Yeah. I just some people. I don't know. I like a, they're losing I that. To uh, get a, you know, a, rec, a, a video of an entire song live. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm missing it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you lose just, you lose taking it in, man. Yeah, but it's that's also I'm not gonna knock someone's phone out of their hand if they're enjoying it or whatever. It's just. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Uh, so uh, you're a big, uh, you're a big monster movie guy. Uh, are you into any of the uh, the new uh, King Kong stuff coming out and whatnot? I'm not even aware. Of or not King Kong. Uh, fuck Godzilla me. Godzilla. Oh, you mean the new Godzilla? The new Godzilla. War I didn't of the even know anything about. Yeah. I literally have like turned off all like new stuff. I don't really unless it involves the band or yeah. like it's on my Twitter feed. I don't really hear about it because I don't okay. I don't watch TV anymore. 
No I, more TV. I, 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 I mean, yeah. I watch TV. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch what's on like like on cable or, or okay. I don't watch like I watch movies. I watch old movies and stuff all the time. I watch TV shows all the time, but I don't watch. Like I just I had to turn off the news and everything. I don't. So what happened last yeah. time on Walking Dead is no. <laughs> I just I'm just again I stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of cool shows. I'm just not really into it, and like the news just got it's just so depressing i can't Always. even i can't even turn on the news i can't even believe it's real half the shit that i hear that's happening and then like i just don't pay attention to it anymore so i've turned it off in my head okay so but king kong I, and godzilla i love but if there's a new one coming out i don't really know why yeah <laughs> well because they're doing the doing the monster universe thing they the and they want to do a yeah, they're doing all the they're building ones. up well they're building up king kong versus godzilla they did it well, they're doing it again wow. with now, uh, <laughs> This is uh, almost not, like, not even movie related, but doing research on you, I found that you were in uh, you were in Japan in 2011 during mm-hmm. the earthquake. Were you in the earthquake? Yes. Uh, like, you want to oh, talk about that? And That's, I mean, <clears> we were, yeah, it was awful. Um, but yeah, it was uh, on that Murder Dolls tour, and we played two shows, and the earthquake hit. We were 200 miles away from where the main tsunami and everything hit in uh sendai but um but yeah we were 200 miles away and it's still 9.3 earthquake and and it just the aftershocks every 15 minutes all day long that were just a little bit lighter than the first one so just imagine an entire day of the earth shaking like people don't understand like when i say the earth was you had to like get on the ground and hold yourself because you couldn't stand up and that is a feeling that i can't explain to anyone yeah, yeah I mean, that's you're in you're out of you, there's nothing you can control the literally the earth is moving around you it's fucked man. up you know yeah, like the tsunami so. visuals were the scariest yeah. thing i think i've ever seen it's horrible you know and us not getting hurt or being able to get out of there a couple of days later and uh and everybody else stuck at the airport like i've been to tokyo a lot and over the years and that night that it happened the streets were empty it was just like um the movie night of the comets where everybody just turned to dust i've never seen anything you could hear a pin drop in tokyo it was crazy so was uh was roger trying to tell us to wrap up probably that's oh, probably his God, look yeah, let me uh, <laughs> yeah. it was 15 minutes, 15 minutes ago. what uh so i guess, I, guess <laughs> I guess last little bit uh can you tell us a little bit more about your new album like when it's coming out or is that still secret right. it's still secret uh, kind of. I think I may have blurted it out. But, yeah, I think uh, I think some people. Uh, it's coming out in uh, in September. We haven't said the date yet, so it'll be before Halloween. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're making announcements on all that uh, soon enough, and uh, we're touring all year. New album's called Necrophase, um, and it's the next next chapter of what we do. It's the next phase. So, uh, I'm I'm excited about it. It's the record's cool, and like again, I I never know when. If the, if the fans are going to like it, I didn't know if they were going to like condolences. I love condolences. I hope they would like it as much as we liked it. But this one, I've just I've got a feeling that like it's like almost like I know fans are going to like it. It's just I uh, I don't know. And if I'm wrong, then punch me in the face. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, a final thing, I know I, I keep adding on. Uh, the uh, wh- what was the craft beer you? Uh, what was the beer you guys were drinking uh, during Weirdo Agogo? And uh, what was your favorite uh, craft beer? We uh, didn't really. When you were drinking? We didn't drink beer. I was never a beer drinker. I was mainly liquor because liquor's quicker and makes you sicker. <laughs> yeah. um, it, in my case, it was. Um, so we, I think, for Weirdo Agogo, we pretty much drank a whole gallon of Southern Comfort. Oh, yeah, that shit's easy. And we got, and then that whole video was done. He well, and I painted it, well, a lemonade stand and everything. It's yeah. amazing. But in, the, but in the episode, you did have a, uh, you you brought out a six pack, but it's so blurry, I can't see what it was. Oh, so I was that was, def- that was definitely Pep's Blue Ribbon. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I think I may have sipped. I just, I was never a beer guy. I ruined it for me as a kid. My dad used to drink beer, and I used to pour Kool Aid in the beer cans when he was done with it. <laughs> yeah. And it was just always made me sick having grape. Beer flavored Kool Aid, so I just kind of <laughs> ruined. I kind of ruined Kool Aid and beer for me. I, ironically, just about uh, uh, nine nine tenths of our uh, guests uh, do not drink beer. So, 
from, yeah. from Michael Jai White to Jan Broberg to all of these people. Well, well, it's because they've all had the well, great, we don't just do beers great on our show. We also do beer opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so, Beth, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much so for your time. Uh, and and more time than uh, we were given. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Awesome. You're so awesome. Uh, I don't know how to conclude. Okay. Yeah, if there's anything else you want to plug or state, I just always add two plus two. <laughs> what the answer is, get back to me. Get back to me. Let me know what you come up with. It's like only a 10% possibility of us seeing the show. But as I thought about it, I convinced myself it's more of a 90% possibility. Like, it's a shoe-in, dude. We, we interview the band. It's, it's, I mean, it's unspoken. I can still get us. I can still get a ticket, I guess. So, eh. I want y'all to know, like, when we were downstairs... Food, it depends on, like, your budget, because eating and getting an Uber back to your vehicle is more important. <laughs> when we were downstairs in the uh, restaurant, like, there was somebody with, like, a hoodie up, like, clothes with, like, shades oh, yeah. on and stuff, and somebody kept looking over, and they're like, are y'all talking to them? Because, like, he was obviously somebody important. I don't know. Oh, dude, watch that was Danny Filth or some shit, just like hiding himself. No, I think it was him. I think he had the same jacket. Put the jacket on when we. Uh, oh, we're like, yeah, we're interviewing Wednesday 13. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like an idiot. Doesn't even yeah, know what I look no, like. I know. Like I, I looked over at him. I was like, they were like, oh fuck, that is him. We're dumb. And that's what changed everything. He went upstairs and he's like, these guys are stupid. They give him dirty minutes. You think that really happened? What? Then like he seen us and he like judged us and went upstairs and was no, like, just give him. No, honestly, I think if anything, we were probably gonna get three minutes. And he thought and we he was like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, why. And we only got three team, but then yeah, we and did he it. Kind of like left, and then immediately we're like, hey, you guys want to come up? We got yeah, the call. Yeah. Like he's yeah, yeah. Like he knew we'd go there. This is Opinions and Beer. If you can tell, we just interviewed Wednesday 13. It was awesome. Cool guy. Now, we're shorter than we uh, anticipated. Usually our interviews are about an hour, hour 30 uh, long. This is uh, 30 minutes, but it's fine. It's cool. We got a lot of our questions in. Got uh, the debates out. The mosh debate. Yeah, it's expected, man. He's a busy man, and uh, we're lucky to get any of his time, and it was a very great opportunity for us. Yeah, forgive us. We're kind of in a uh, public public platform right now where we're all three kissing the same mic. So, yeah, we uh, are. Kisses. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as you can tell, we are live at the St. Arnold's Brewery right now. We're going to try their... It's, a, it's, it's New Beer Wednesday, and we're going to try their new uh, Cascana Coffee Stout. Stout? Cascana coffee it's stout. Cascana or Cascade? You said Cascade earlier. You made Cas me sound stupid. Look, I can read it from here. It's Cascara coffee stout. Cas oh, I thought it said Cascade coffee stout. Cascara coffee stout. I'm it supposed is, to be a beer snob. It is ruined it. 9% in alcohol by volume. Oh. Uh, we don't have like chest, all though. the uh, all the extra information like we usually do. I'm all getting, we know I'm is getting a stout. water from this fountain in my beer. Oh, I thought it was just rain. Uh, I think it's a mixture of both. The wind's kicking up, so it's pushing it right onto us. So, is there, is there like a, uh, a restaurant inside? Yeah. Okay, so we probably should do this review and then move inside? I don't know. It looks a little bit classy in there. I don't know if we need a reservation or what. Oh, really? Well, I don't yeah. know. I'd like, to, I'd like to review like every one of these beers, so uh, <laughs> I think we might be here for a minute. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to do nine episodes. Oh, God. I'm totally down. Like, we're not going to get this opportunity again for a while, so I we might not. as well make the most of it. I got $5 left in my name. I'm I still have to have there. some kind of budget for a, a we can Disney. Share. We can share. Yeah, we, we can all share I one. Let's use three glasses. Split it. Yeah, triple it. Uh, we'll get one and then get like, it. four it into three. So I guess we're going we're gonna to try this beer. Are we? Is it time? Jokes on y'all, I'll finish my, no, I'm joking. Oh, that is a stout. That's what I wanted from the fucking rocket fuel. But it was flat and had no aftertaste. Yeah, so I'm really glad that we're trying this here because it, we know that it's fresh and it's, honestly, it's delicious. It's yummy. Oh man, it really is. It's, it's stout as fuck. I'm really partial, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really partial towards stout, so. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's never just, when you're looking for a beer with a kick, which I always am, 
you very rarely get disappointed unless it's like that uh so did you ask them about uh you said like today they're releasing a new beer you said give me today's beer no it's just uh you that's just, their that's their gimmick online you just seen online that that's today's beer yeah it's a gimmick to release a beer which beer which beer did they release this one it should be this one. It, the it might have been that weird IPA one. Because I haven't seen the IPA before, but... I'm not sure if New Beer Wednesday is, like, the first Wednesday of the month, and that's just, like, the new beer for that month. <laughs> Maybe it's all the same beer. They just make new batches of it on Wednesday. I totally... I'm still stuck on it. I totally said Cascade Coffee Scout. Like, you know, the soap. <laughs> you know? Does it taste like soap? No. This is far from soap. I will say that. I, uh... So what do y'all give it out of a, a nine out of you know, out of a nine out of a ten? You know, so between nine and ten, what do you, you think? Got, you got to try and uh, think of the difference between this and what might be in a bottle that you bring. Yeah, because like you got to give them and over time, you know, you got to give we're getting, it, we're getting it right here where it's going to be the best quality. Right. So, so like, if with we, that in mind, if this isn't a twelve, then I wouldn't say that it's a ten. See, yeah, like so basically. If we think it's a nine, we should probably label it an eight because it's going to be an eight by the time it gets to you. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would almost even say maybe two points lower because God knows how much rat feces and shit is in. Oh yeah, that that makes me so avid though, to go buy beer from a store now. <laughs> what but it's okay, man. Out? We got some of the rat feces out. The, uh, the, about this beer? Yeah. In this classy glass. This is this is this is this is a stout glass. I know it's fucking classy. When's the glass is supposed to go? With? You know what? I drank out of a Popeyes cup, a plastic <laughs> one that I got at the store. You know, so what, what would you compare this to? Okay, we haven't tried it yet, I guess, in the show. But what would you compare this to? The uh, future beer we're gonna have, yeah, the because uh, we can tell the future. Uh, the porter. Oh, you're saying the uh, the one that we haven't had yet, but we will probably be having very soon. Yeah. Um, Taste-wise, it's slightly similar, but I feel like that that porter just brought brought the punch, man. In oh. the future, it brought it in the future. Um, so a separate thing. Then, right, what, what I was asking you, uh, Eamon, what, what, what would you compare this to? The chocolate stout we have. Which one? oh man, so much better than Which the chocolate stout. The oh the, uh, the, the Mexican. Uh, the, oh, the clown shoes. Yeah. The clown shoes. Yeah, like I said, uh, like I said in the future. Uh, the Clown Shoes beer, I would definitely rate that fucking a one. Like, I, I literally threw up everything I had eaten for hours. That That's such a fucking night. cool fountain. It really I is. I, I wish we could get some of the video. Is that like a it. golf ball fountain? As a matter of fact, let me get this fountain. We're, sitting, that ne- fountain. we're sitting next to a really cool, like a, like a tea, like a, what is that supposed to be? Like the it's way a, that it's a beer it glass. uses physics oh. to, like, you know, really know. It, it makes the water go like a margarita glass. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so would you give this a, uh, a diagonal cascade or a, I, I can't even think a of cascade something cascade cool tide pod or, uh, or that, I a give, cascade pod or a tide pod? Yeah, I give this a, uh, ten cascade pods I would, uh, chug on video. Yeah, yeah. So, I, would, I would say that if Tide Pods were my thing, this would be my jam. This would be my Tide Pod. This is my Tide. We're doing the Tide Pod, the Cascade Pod Stout Challenge. So hey, we just interviewed. So no, I'd give so it a I nine. Would, I would say that it's like I don't know number rating, like a nine. So in store is probably seven to eight. Yeah, um, it's, it's not, really it's good. Like, it's really crisp. Yeah, because I feel I'm, like I'm it's not a sure. Little, it's, I'm not sure it's going to be in stores. It's a little bland. Oh really? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the whole uh, gimmick of uh, the. T- I think the, the gimmick is that it's like of, yeah, of, of every the weekly beer. You okay. know? Sometimes, maybe one day they'll put it in stores, but I think their uh, their new beer doesn't t- typically go to the stores. How many beers have you tasted that uh, taste exactly like this? There has been some. I can't put a number on it, but I know t- I know this taste. Yeah, it's it's a very, I mean, it's very taste. stouty. Yeah, it's, it's a, good it, stout. It, fall, it follows the classic ta- uh, taste that a stout would have. Uh, I mean, I both like and dislike it for that because I feel like it's stout, I, but it's nothing special. 
exactly. I feel like there's not a bunch of like extra flavors and stuff that are popping through it, but I feel like what they claim to do is just be a coffee stout. They succeeded. They did well, see, it well. If I was to claim the same thing, that would make me a hypocrite because all the times I taste beers that are flavorful, it was like, no, fuck that. I just want my stout flavored stout. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this one is, I, I almost want to say a little bit lighter. Like, I, I feel like this one's almost a bit watery. Watery? Yeah, dude. Maybe it's because it's uh, straight from the tap. Probably. I don't know. It may have a little bit of that tap juice. Yeah, what? tap juice. It's just know. like, you know how, like, in, in, when you're getting a, a, a soft drink, it's just corn syrup and water. So it's just beer and water coming out yeah, of the tap. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's really good. Um, is there anything else you want to add about it? Uh, if you want to get the uh, that other beer, and we can uh, keep talking, let me. Um, yeah, we'll. Uh, we're gonna all instantaneously go <laughs> well, get man, that I, beer. I didn't think this episode would just. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck that means. No idea. So we have a second beer to try. Yeah, we already told him. We we said just the, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like we're starting over, Adam. We got the uh, Hot Pun IPA by trying now. Hot Pun IPA Adam by Saint Arnold Brewing Company. It's seven percent alcohol by volume. Not sure about the IBUs, but I'm gonna try to guess them. I'm gonna try to get hot pun IPA. Hey, you wanna you wanna guess the IBUs? Yeah, let's all try to guess the I IBUs. Think we could do that. Now, maybe yeah, I'll I, I wanted to do that a moment ago, but like we moved on so well, stouts, fast, I did not. Well, stouts don't usually have IBUs. How do we keep coming up with fucking amazing ideas like every thirty seconds? Because we're opinions and beer, man. We opinions. This is why. And beer. This is why you listen to our. There's billions of podcasts out there, but you listen to opinions and beer. Because we fucking know what we're doing. What was the name of the podcast? Opinions and Beer. <laughs> podcast? Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I might want to add that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's try this beer. Oh, okay, I take it back. I like a, a fruity and tropical IPA. Yeah, apparently it's pretty... I think the IBUs on this one are low. Oh, no. Really low. Well, I can't... No, no, it's about... I'd say a quarter of a fiber, so like 25. 25 to 30 IBUs? 25, 30? Yeah. But don't IBUs go up to like 160 or some shit? Well, they can pass 100, but they don't have a rating. So it'd be like... I would say about 25, man. I'd say this is about... Like, to, if you were to judge it from 1 to 10, it'd be like a 4? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking... We're talking about the yeah, IBUs. No. Like, but, like, I don't know, like, the whole uh, 100% rating. 25% so would be... Judge yeah, the bitterness... It would be, like, 2.5 out of 10. Yeah, I was say, judge the bitterness from 1 to 10, because I don't know the IBU fucking... It goes up to 500 rating. Yeah. Well, now, you said it's over 100. What's it called again? Usually, huh? What's it called again? It's called a Hop Pun IPA. Hop Pun. Yeah. Like, bunny hop, and then pun, like, haha. That's a bad joke. Yeah. Dad puns. That's, it's a dad beer. If it's not dick jokes, that's the rest oh, of my Oh, this one is really, out. this one is limited. It's brewed one time. It's only going to be brewed one time. This is ever? It. One time And we're ever. tasting it now here? Yes. So, so we're uh, reviewing a beer that our viewers will never even get to experience. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, yeah. guys. They're like, we're turning this shit but off right now. But you can live vicariously through us now. Yeah. So if you're ever in the Houston area, which you won't be, but if which you Which you won't be. Oh, that's... Oh, people come through this area, man. Some famous people have come through this area, man. Fucking zero and shit. Yeah. You know, because uh, that's all I got that's as far as fame. <laughs> like that in Alexis, Texas. Uh, no, uh, no one knows who she uh, is. Blue October was like from Galveston, I want to say. Or? I feel like Alexis, Texas is more important than Blue October. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm just trying to add on to it. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the IBUs are. Oh, you're trying to like Google it or some shit? Yeah. Uh, Is there any famous actors that ever came out of Houston? a beer that's only made here, I really don't think we're going to come up with anything like uh, really accurate. So, let's, uh, what do you, since Adam is kind of busy right now, Keenan, what, what flavors do you feel, like what do you think, because obviously I, it's a lot, there's tasting? a lot coming through. What would you say you think is coming through? Some kind of tropical, uh, what's the term for like lemon, limes, and arms? Citrus. Some kind citrus. of tropical citrus. Yeah. I think it's just citrus IPA, and that's why it says it's fruity and tropical. It's because anything citrus is fruity and tropical. Um, I feel like 
I know this is gonna sound strange, but I do feel like I got like a hint of like banana. As weird as that sounds, like that would be fruity and tropical and not citrus. Yeah, I can't find nothing. Well, see, the thing with the citrus is I have a really hard time with IPAs because I tend to confuse the taste of citrus and hops for the IPAs. Ah, uh, for me, like, it's not so much, like, the way citrus hits the side. Ah, I, I know what you mean. Because hops There's, hit the side of your tongue and citrus hits the side of your tongue. Like, you taste that citrusness yeah. with the sides of your tongue and you taste the hops. Yeah, I am getting a whole lot of lime. I'm getting lime. Yeah, yeah. The I, aftertaste is like... I didn't want to lock in on lime because it's like either lemon, so, lime, orange. So, I don't fucking so know. The reason why I was going to leave it at citrus. Well, the yeah. reason why I can uh, lock onto this is uh, last night I uh, I ate like a, an oven roasted salmon with honey and lime on it. And they baked the limes in it. And oh, yeah. Eating, eating a piece of the baked lime is exactly what the aftertaste of this tastes like. And it's not bad, it's just a very powerful taste. So, Adam, are you uh, you with us here? Yeah, I'm checking out Wednesday 13 stuff. Okay, so with this beer, what flavors do you feel like are, you're picking up with? Fruit. Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're such a beer connoisseur. He's, be, he's being pretty broad there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the uh, I don't know the exact fruit taste. It just has, it tastes it tastes citrusy. So I don't know why it's called a fruit. Is it called yeah, fruit? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Citrus is fruit. goddammit. it. Is it? I think no, it, man. An orange and a lemon and a cute and a lime. It's and vegetable. No, no, that's. <laughs> and that's how this interview ended. So I'm probably wrong, but I feel like that there's banana, but I know for a fact that there's very obviously lime in it. May, yeah, maybe yeah. It's like if you've ever had like a Dos Equis or a Heineken and they put like lime in it at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like we did that for you. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a smoother IPA, but that might be the uh, stout talking. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, because you know originally that, I said twenty five percent. It may be uh, like maybe between fifty percent. Yeah. Or twenty to fifty IBUs. On, on, yeah. Sorry. I'm no. You, it's not no fifty. Alright, so what would you say? No, yeah, because, like, dude. Because I said 25, Keenan said about 4 out of 10. It, 30. It, it's all about, like, without, like, knowing exact IBA numbers, like, from, like, what it says on the can or, like, what you usually do and shit. Like, on, on cold hearted, just going on my judgment, on to judging the bitterness. Okay. It's about how hard it sticks with you and kicks you in the ass and how quick the bitterness is over. Or how much the bitterness sticks with the aftertaste. Yeah. And this shit's just, uh, it can't be too high because, like, it's like, oh, it's bitter. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah. True. And very, it's gone. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. So it's got to be low. So, I mean, they had, no one and, else is going to try this beer. It's one time batch. So what we got to be all precise as fuck. What would you I rate this I, beer? I really want to be. Yeah, let's let's go a little bit more. Now, in this depth. this is not a stout. This is not a dark beer. So we got we can't. I feel like, like well, since we're it's so hard. We are the only ones witnessing this beer, and our viewers will not be able to go out and buy this. So that makes this a fucking piece of history. So, <laughs> so give it an eleven. I mean, so I don't like the beer, but I'm giving it an eleven. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this versus the most recent IPAs that I've tried. Um, and the most recent ones I've tried are the Lagunitas, which, uh, like you were saying earlier, was the one that was sponsored by uh, Boba spo Flex. that sponsored Boba Flex. Which, damn! After trying some Lagunitas, I got to say that that's a uh, that's a really awesome sponsor to have. I think they were really uh, underappreciated. Maybe oh there, yeah, you know. So um, that and the other one that I've really been trying was Hopadillo. Like Carbox Hopadillo yeah. and a couple of other uh, just random IPAs that I've been getting in the, in the restaurants that I've been going to. So judging that off this, this one is definitely sweeter. It's definitely lighter, but like I said, that that there's a very strong aftertaste of like burnt lime. Yeah. Or like oven baked lime. Exactly. Um, 
besides that, um, I would say that it, it, it compares pretty well against those. Um, I would say that it's probably on par with Lagunitas, and right now, uh, uh, judging based on the IPAs that I've tried, like there's only been like one IPA that I think that we've all tried that I've really liked, and outside of what we've tried, the Lagunitas is like my favorite. So I would say that this has got to be like a uh, probably a between a six to eight. I can't really. It's so hard to tell. Yeah. I, I want to say like a six, but it tastes better than a six. It's like <laughs> a seven. But I'm not going to say eight, but the exclusivity, the fact that we're not going to be able to try this again. Yeah, that's what I was of, like. Yeah, like I, none of our beers don't even like the beer. Give it an 11. No, yeah. yeah, like it. <laughs> as, an, as an IP, I'm going to give it a, yeah, like a good 8.5. I'm yeah, it's a good no. Well, like a good eight. Calm yeah. the fuck down. I'm gonna say yeah. like 7.2 because I feel like yeah. it's on the way to eight. And on but it's like, not like really. on the experience level of hey, we're here at the fucking brewery. Hashtag. Well, I'll do that part later. You know, we're here at the brewery. We're drinking this, which they're only making once. It's not gonna be sold in stores. And after this is gone, it's not gonna be sold here either. Yeah. So experience level, I give it. I'm just giving this experience a 10. You know, not the beer, the experience. You know? We don't rate experiences here on opinions and so, beer. So something. But I'm doing that now. So on something that, what would you say? Out of 10, and then we'll go to like a fictitious rating. A right? Oh, like I just did. I gave it an eight. Sir, did you just call my rating fictitious? It's pretty good. I mean, it's crazy. No, I'm I joking. mean, like something joking. to get like a metaphor so people understand. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I, I give it 12 barrels and a fish. Okay. Hey, I've got a really good... Go ahead, Adam, because I want to... I, I gave, I I gave it really eight. Good. Okay. Oh, no, no. I, um... I, uh, uh... What's it called again? I gave it three hipsters at a brewery. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I gave it three hops at an Easter Bunny. <laughs> what? what? Oh, oh yeah. Answer. I see what you did there. Okay, so I'm going like to say... I'm better. I'm going to say it's like a virgin that only you've had sex with. But it, so it wasn't, it wasn't that good. No, uh, I thought you were going to say it was okay. No. Yeah, no, no. You can't it really brag about it, it wasn't that, that much. Yeah, but you're the like, only one that did it. Yeah. But the fact that she was a virgin is what made it that bad. She was no. 80 years old. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a sheep. Yeah, sexist. Let's not, let's not get yeah. weird here. We exactly. Just His asshole was queen. so tight. <laughs> nah. I'd rather a dirty, slutty, gay dude. Oh than the virgin God. dude. This is like, be gentle. This isn't Wednesday 13 appropriate. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, because they'll, like, they'll be really upset by this. Oh, because, yeah, Wednesday, you think Wednesday 13, like, you know, cares about. Like, Wait, so, what'd you think about the interview again? That's I thought it point. was great. What'd you miss out on? I missed out on. I didn't know, like, obviously, yeah, me and Wednesday really don't hang out all the time. I didn't know where I wanted to draw the line on what's too personal to ask. Like, I, I read some shit about him being, uh, he's fascinated, his fascination with death comes from uh, some near-death experiences that he's had, and I really wanted to be asked him straight up, what were those near-death experiences? Please go into detail, how did you almost die? Well, but that's too personal, I didn't feel right asking that, and I didn't ask that, and, uh, and there was just, there were some questions like that. Like, I found out all well, the things elaborate. I... Elaborate, what were some of the other questions? Yeah, yeah. That you, you feel like you should have asked but we obviously we didn't have the time you know well, it, we could have had an hour and i don't know if i would have asked these questions because the feel of the interview yeah. is like it's like he he wanted to uh it was all very about his career it's about his music not just like you know it's like oh yeah yeah i hear you about your new album tell me how you almost died <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know oh yeah yeah like oh yeah you, you, you moved the fuck on from murder dolls but how about the fact that the murder dolls drummer died let's talk about it yeah. you know you just you it don't you gotta have ethic it, you know <laughs> yeah it sings it like really you have in your mind whatever you're going into yeah it's like i got these things i'm curious but then about. like the way that the interview is going you gotta you gotta guide it a certain direction yeah, and, and the one question out of all those that I really thought were too personal, and even the question I did ask him, I'm okay. glad he, he, he handled it well, because I thought it was too personal, too. I, I honestly think to it was a music. really awesome question. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but like it came out, like I just feel like now my questions are out of left field, because my questions have nothing to do with his music, really, just about his own personal well, we talked a lot about him, uh, 
when we, when we, when we interviewed Boba Fleck, it was like, so like, how was your last Thursday? Then uh-huh. again, we had a. But you got to remember, like the Boba Flex guided that. Boba yeah. Flex guided it into weird thing. The the first thing that fucking uh, uh, Boba Flex's lead guitarist said to us was. Hey, what about that uh, fucking Bundy interview? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what... Like, as soon as we started the podcast, he's like, we're opening with this. Well, the fact <laughs> that, like, y'all talked to the whole band, right? Yeah. yeah and what, was, what was weird... I mean, we talked to the whole band. I was so there. No, <laughs> no the... Uh... Well, kind of, though. I mean, well, we did get a little bit of extra interaction here today that we weren't able to record... But oh yeah, it was like, really cool. Like we'll keep that. We'll cherish. Well, that. Wednesday thirteen, like the interview was about Wednesday thirteen the person, not yeah. Wednesday thirteen the band. As opposed to Bubbleplex, yeah, we're interviewing the band. And it's it's not like we were opposed to that old idea. It's just whenever these are set up, you know, we we talk to them, we set up the interviews, and you know, we're at the we're at the mercy of their like tour guides and the well, managers. See, that, that, that's, that's just it. That, that made me it's wonder. One of the like, things that people don't the, probably don't did understand. Just Wednesday want to be interviewed, or or did we make it sound like we just want to interview him? No, see, it's probably more on the lines of the manager was like, like okay, Wednesday like, wants to get. We'll set you up with Wednesday. Yeah, and he blah, thinks blah, it's blah. cool. He th- he's interested in what we have to do. He wants to be oh, part of this interview. See, the rest of the band doesn't really feel the same. You know? Yeah, exactly. Seeing that you set up most of it, what what are your ideas and thoughts on it, Adam? I just I kept saying Wednesday 13. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, jokes on he us. Didn't you understand. Like, no, yeah, no, it's not your fault that like I guess you, you have to specify when the dude's name is Wednesday 13 and the band's name is Wednesday 13. I mean, hey, we do have to acknowledge the fact that the other band members were like, man, that seemed like that was really cool, guys. Like, good job. Like, yeah, I like. Pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Should, like, it's it's far few should, and far between we, that we get to pat should, ourselves. Should on the we back. have uh, said, "Hey guys, you want to be a part of this?" No, no, man. No, because of the limited See, time yeah, and dude, limited that's space. That's what it was. We the limited able time. To Not even just limited people. time. Again, like my questions, like had I had two hours, I don't know if I would ask these questions. Do, had we had two you, hours, we don't know if we had space for the whole band. Do y'all think that if we would have been like, "Hey, why don't we get everybody in here?" If that would have added on to our time, maybe. no, because then uh, we'd been a nuisance. No, yeah, the whole thing the was the whole. Is I, they never they, they had so much to do. So I think the only reason we got more than fifteen minutes because because we're awesome. I guess the sound check for Cradle took went longer. on longer than it's supposed to. <laughs> no, it had nothing so, to do but, with our success. Yeah, our our no, our, our charm. Because he, no, he said, you "Fuck you!" Like, no, because Wednesday you're taking said, that away from me. No, because Wednesday said, as soon as they're done with their sound check, it's they their have, sound check. They they have to. They have to personally go on and do their sound. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just a matter of uh, we're so, doing an interview until you make us stop. That, that, yeah. you know, hey, that's a point to what you were saying earlier about uh, Cradle. What about? Oh yeah, yeah. Because he had he had other people doing a sound check. Where we were, and Cradle wasn't even there. Where Wednesday was like, yeah, when they're done doing their sound check, we got to go up there. Okay, so let's uh, let's elaborate on kind of what we uh, were thinking about talking about bringing up here earlier. Uh, like, how did you feel about the interview? How do you think? I will start with you, Cannon. How do you feel like the interview went? And what do you think that <coughs> maybe we could have done differently or just in general your feelings? Well, I feel like the, the interview went great. I mean, it was a great opportunity. I know I've said that like 25 times now, tonight. Yeah. But, uh, and given that uh, it's shorter than our other interviews, I think we, we really took advantage of the time we took some yeah, we, we asked got, the right questions really and shit. shit like yeah just in a small amount of time and and like i was saying earlier i am in no way from a fashion relieved that we didn't get a full hour but it was a whole there was a weight lifted off my shoulders like you know it's <laughs> like uh I, I got like maybe an hour worth of questions but I definitely had 30 minutes worth of questions. <laughs> I like the thought of like, we were like, okay, 15 minutes, at least we have a shorter time to fuck up, right? Yeah, like, or, or like, like if oh we great, fuck I up, ain't gonna like. Yeah, even if we fuck up, we're not gonna be there for that long, right? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Adam? What would you say, how do you feel that the interview went, and what were some things you would have approached differently and or? Well, I guess because there's only 15, we were told only 15 minutes. Yeah, we got like what 30. I was worried. I, I kept I kept running with the time, so I didn't know where to go off to, what we should end on, oh, dude, that's what exactly. questions. That's why, like, my mind 
it like went to shit as soon as he said, "Oh, you got 15 minutes." I know, me too. I was like, "Uh, yeah, we're good." Oh, I got 15 fucking yeah. questions. I just said, man. "Yeah." I just said, "Uh, yeah." Yeah, because you don't argue. He was like, yeah. he was like, good. Like he was like, yeah. There's no arguing about it. Yeah. You know, like, he, he gave the time frames out. To yeah. His response was, was, "Can you do it in 15 minutes?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not an option for uh, us because we're fucking opinions and beer. So podcast. So what I think, uh, how I felt about the interview, I felt that it went really well. Obviously, I think we touched on, like Keenan was saying, some of the real key issues with the little amount that we had. Um, I do think that maybe, maybe like our initial sound check or whatever, like we we probably should have just. Here's the here's the thing. Is like time-wise, we would have gotten more of an interview if we did the sound check with Wednesday. But I feel like our interview would have been way shittier if he would have seen like all the bullshit that we had to go through. Yeah, he just was sitting there like, because there was a weird, all that, all that super loud audio crap we had to deal yeah. with. So, and that's the one yeah, thing that wanna... made us look bad. Yeah, like that dude saved our life by making us set up outside. Yeah. We shouldn't be saying this in the episode. I mean, no, 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 we should be admitting is, our right. confidence. No, this is something we should definitely let the audience know about. Is that like every time we set up and we do a sound check, no matter what our settings are, literally almost every setting changes from from room to room, from place to place. It's crazy how it works, but it's very interesting at the same time. Exactly. Well, well like, see, that's just it, your guys, opinion, guys. If you have any, <laughs> I guess if you have any advice for like. Editing Future. software and fucking sound, sound shit. No, everyone says everyone says Audacity is the best. That's what I've heard too. So, I mean, so. we're we're doing what we can with what we have. What we can, what we have. That's just our opinion. Cause this is opinions and beer. Opinions and oh wait, we don't do that anymore. Opinions and beer. <laughs> opinions and beer. Can't go wrong with opinions and no, beer. You gotta do it like uh, like Wednesday 13. <laughs> Opinions and bears, what I really 